Welcome back to Too Smart for This. It's me, your host, Alexis Barber, and I am so excited for today's episode. As you all know, the goal of this show is to have inspiring women come on and talk about confidence and the way that they live a multifaceted life, you know, without putting boundaries on themselves. And Sistine, our guest today, is the perfect embodiment of that. She's not only a curve model, but we had such a fun conversation. It's kind of like just a girl's chat, honestly. I think you're really going to love it. So I won't keep you waiting too long, but of course, I have to remind you that you can get your two classic robe now. It's available now. Our terry cloth version of our iconic functional robe is available, and you can get custom patches that celebrate your self-care journey. And if you want to shop them, make sure to use the code podcast. 15 at twocollective.com. And with that, let me introduce you to Sistine. She is a self-proclaimed body neutrality advocate. She's a model and social influencer who uses her platform to inspire women to love their bodies regardless of the shape or size. With her message, she has made waves in the modeling industry and is now the newest rookie for the 2023 Sports Illustrated Swim Edition, which you obviously have to say, oh my God, that's literally the coolest thing ever. She also recently booked her first cover, which I just saw on Instagram. She is so amazing at her craft. I feel like being a model is something that we forget is not just being an influencer. Like she's got real skills here and I really love that. She's worked with brands like Skims, MAC Cosmetics, Colt Gaia, and more. And she has a sustainable swim collection that is made from recycled water bottles and is in sizes ranging from extra small to 4X. So definitely go check that out. They are so cute, girl. But what I really love about Sistine is that while she has such an incredible message and she's really changing lives with the way she's approaching things, she's the realest, like coolest, just girl in her 20s. And she shares such great, fun stories that are also just about like confidence. And it just shows that you don't always have to be like thinking so intensely about how am I going to become more confident and how am I going to improve myself? The point of life is to have fun. And I found her to be such a fun person. I had such a great time with her. And so I really hope you guys love this episode. And with that, let's jump into my conversation with Sistine. Well, welcome back to the show. She's She's been here for five minutes already. So here we go. That's all right. Okay, back to astrology. Sagittarius, both are Capricorn? Yes. Okay. Like most of my chart is Capricorn. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Do you resonate with that? I, sure. Yeah, a lot of part of it, a lot of parts of it. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I'm one of those people that I don't ever go and look at it myself. People just tell me and I'm like, yeah, yeah. that tracks. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, sure. I got into it for a while and then I like stopped mm-hmm. because I was like, I think I know too much. You're just like much. using it as like, exactly. it's like right when you go to therapy too long and you uh-huh. start like overanalyzing everything and you're like, I need to be a little more delusional. Exactly. I'm like too realistic. Delusion will save you sometimes. I agree. I so. am all for being delusional. So Exactly. Okay. Now, what's your hometown and where do you live now? So my hometown was Fort Worth, Texas mm-hmm. from the age of three to 18. And then I now live in New York City. From 18? From 18. And yeah. What? And you said you've been here seven years? Seven years. Did you go time. to school? You went to school here, right? I did. I went to NYU. Okay. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Did you like it? I loved it. Okay. I loved NYU. I it got cut. Short. I was a 2020 graduation. Same. Yeah. So it's like ugh, I didn't get yeah. my goodbye, and I didn't get my um like senior spring is supposed to be the most fun mm-hmm. is what they say. So I'm sad we missed that. Yeah. yeah. No graduation. All no that. Graduation, I'm just. Yeah. I got my study abroad semester, and I am so <gasps> thankful for good, that. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Just the people who had to come back. I was like, fuck. I would be devastated. It'd be horrible. Where yeah. did you go to study abroad? Paris. Oh, stunning. <laughs> I just visited for the first time last month. Uh-huh. How was and it? obsessed yeah. like is an understatement it's honestly a fun little, yeah. yeah and I feel like people were like 
oh, you know, there's that story of going to Paris as an American and being let down. Mm -hmm. I wasn't let down at all. I was like, this is amazing. Living in my delusions. I can't understand them, so it's fine. (laughs) Precisely, precisely. I can't speak to you, but you know, we're having a good time. Okay, what is your most important self-care practice? Uh, Being naked. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I am just like, that is my number one thing. I'm like, get naked because you need exposure therapy to your own body. So, and I just recently started living alone. And so now I'm just like, never in clothes. Same. I sleep naked. That's why I made a robe is Mm -hmm. because people would be like, why don't you make pajamas? I don't wear pajamas. I don't wear pajamas. Because I'm naked. I need to get up and put on a robe so Mm -hmm. that I don't flash the neighbors. But other than that. Oh, I am the naked neighbor. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, sorry, guys. My boyfriend's like, you can't be, you can't do this anymore. I'm like, well, it's happening. Yeah. It's got to be done. Live with it. (laughs) Exactly. Do you prefer Instagram or TikTok? TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Tell me why. It's so much more real. Mm. It's so much more just chill. It feels like a FaceTime call. I can get on and say whatever I want. Instagram still just feels so, like, tailored and aesthetic-based. Yeah, yeah you, it matters, like, the likes and all of that stuff. Okay, do you have a favorite designer brand? Are you a designer person? I'm not a designer person. Okay, then give me your favorite place to shop right now. My House of CB. I see. Their dresses are so good. I just wore one on Tuesday, and I'm I don't wear color. I was going to say, do I recognize that? Because I'm on that website. But it, they fit so well. They do, yeah. It's the best. And I like that they have, like, the different cup options for sizes, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, so that's important. That's yeah. my go-to right now. Oh, good to see. Good to see. Okay, what is your favorite skincare product right now? I would say I just got onto this new moisturizer from You to the People. Oh, I've been hearing about it. It's that. a good moisturizer. Yeah. I could not tell you one it is that's all right but it's so nice and just like creamy that or the super goop sunscreen i love super goop. those are like my go-to like i'm Mm -hmm. such a minimal skincare person i'm just great skin thank you because i do nothing i think people overcomplicate it they do and like yeah of course genetics comes into play and i got lucky with that but i'm like moisturizer sunscreen aquifer on your lips call it a day you know that that's my a low maintenance girly Mm -hmm. we love to see it okay what's your favorite place that you've ever traveled Portugal. Oh, really? I just got, I was there too last I month. I also was there last month. Where did you go? Did you go to Lisbon? I went to Porto and Lisbon. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. It was a good time. Yeah. yeah. I love Portugal. And it's like, I think it's so, it's so similar to Italy. Yeah. And when people are like booking their like summer European vacation, they're thinking Italy. And I'm like, Portugal has the same vibes. It's cheaper. There's not so many tourists. Like, y'all are doing it wrong going to Italy. I mean, I don't get me wrong. Italy's like, awesome. No, it's not. <laughs> I literally just did a TikTok about this because I we did a month in Europe, and mm. we tried to hit all the spots. And we went to Amalfi Coast, and I hated it. It's it was so crowded. So crowded. So touristy. And so overpriced. So many goddamn stairs. Oh, the stairs really got me. I yeah. was like, ah, uh, this is crazy. Yeah. So we flew to Porto right after. And also in Italy, nobody's nice. Yeah, he's being nice to you. No, Portugal's awesome. I was shocked. It's the it's the underrated Mm. like Italy vibe that people are looking for. Exactly, and in Porto they have really good beaches actually. Mm -hmm. So skip Italy, girls. Go to Portugal. Go to Portugal. (laughs) All right, that's our rapid fire section. So now I kind of want to know a little more about your background before I jump into anything. Okay. So you went to NYU. I did. And now you're in this world of modeling, Instagram influencing. Tell me how you got from there as 18 to now. I kind of was doing both the whole Mm -hmm. time. I started doing, like, I was one of those Instagram influencers that was getting paid, like, $10 to show, like, the wildflower phone cases, you know, like, way, way back in the day. Like, Mm -hmm. me and my sister, like, being, like, 13, 14, being like, oh, my God, we're getting paid to post? This is wild. 
So I started on Instagram like pretty young. Nothing yeah. crazy, you know, like a modest 10K at the time, which yeah. was crazy. Yeah. And so I was doing that and like kind of modeling on the side throughout high school. And I continued doing that while I was at NYU doing more freelance stuff. And then eventually signed with an agency when I was in New York when I was 20, I think, mm. around then. Yeah. I was just kind of doing both at the same time. And then TikTok, I didn't get started until, like, spring of 2021. I was totally one of those people that was like, oh, TikTok's for Gen Z. <laughs> yes. I don't want to be on TikTok, <laughs> blah, 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 not yeah. for me. And then I moved to L.A. for the spring of 2021 because I wanted to get signed out there. Mm-hmm. And nobody would sign me. Everybody turned me down. Really? And I'm, like, living at my sister's house. I don't have a job. I, I'm not in school anymore. And I was like, I don't know what to do. So I just started posting, and it went really well. Oh, great. And so many people were like, hmm, remember, like, six months ago when you said you wouldn't get on it? And I was like, yeah. Yep, I I'm eating my words. Yep. I'll admit it. I'll admit I was it. the same way. Um, I guess with our – we're in that weird zillennial generation where yes. it's like we're not, like, quintessential Gen Z, but we also – had not like fully a few millennial. years without the yeah. internet It's a up. fun little in-between. Yeah. I also like, it's funny how much you can tell a difference with like one or two years too. Mm. Like one of my best friends is 26, I'm 25. She's like a grade above me. Yeah. But, or us. Yeah. But she is so millennial and I think it's just because of like her friends and who she went to college with. Mm-hmm. And then I have another best friend who's like exactly a year under me and she's so much more Gen Z. Yeah. But again, like went to Ohio State and like was more in that like crowd like it's yeah. just so interesting the like one year difference exactly. in our specific range it's so wild to me especially because like I guess we were like 97 98 yeah. so like kind of like that year and I feel like that year I'm like very happy we grew up then because if I you agree. were any younger then you start to have like phones in elementary yeah, school iPad and stuff babies. like that the iPad babies yeah. and I have seven younger siblings and so seeing their generation wow. and like it, it's straight iPad from the womb yeah. to the iPad yeah. and it's literally crazy. it's yeah, yeah. I, I feel the same with my nieces and nephews I'm like whoa yeah you guys are just- that is insane. <laughs> now I get why millennials are so stressed about it. Yes. Were you always into social media? I guess, like, when you were pretty young, you were posting. So how did that come about? I was. It was more so, like, I think my sister and I were just so obsessed with kind of probably, like, the fame aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And just, like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Everyone thinks we're cool. You know, like, in high yeah. school, you really care about that. And I've always enjoyed it. I've never been someone who, like... I've always had a thicker sin. I've never been someone who's, like, susceptible to feeling down about myself with social media. Like, I would hate comments and all that. So it was always kind of, like, easier for me to just be like, yeah, this is just fun, and I can keep it fun without it becoming this whole big thing. Wow. So I'm kind of lucky that I've just been like, whatever, yeah, you don't like me, you don't like me. Yeah. Where do you think that came from? A lot Probably, of people struggle with it. I don't yeah. know. Probably my mom. My mom was that kind of mom that was like, they're just jealous because you're pretty. Oh, I love those moms. <laughs> you the know? real ones. I took it to heart. I was like, yes. yeah, they're just jealous. Exactly. But at the end of the day, that's really what it is. If it's not jealousy, it's projecting. So, yeah. Yeah. There's no reason to really take it to You know heart. what? Like, you're affecting your own life more than you're affecting mine. Exactly. So, and your hatred. I don't care. Exactly. So important. So always have been on social media. And then once you got onto TikTok, how do you sort of classify yourself as a creator? Do you feel like you're just like sharing your life or do you have like an end goal with it? What's your vibe? It's kind of all over the place because it started off kind of as like a, like the body positivity route because that's kind of what I was starting to do on Instagram. Yeah. And then over time, while that was like a majority of why people followed me and something I loved talking about, it got to a point where I was like, okay, this is great and has been great for me and has been great for others. 
But I'm also tired of having to talk about my body yeah. all the time. So I started just posting more about my life, posting about who I am, mm-hmm. which to me is so much more difficult than posting about my body. Yeah. My body, I can post about any day, whatever. You can tear it apart. It does not bother me. Yeah. But the idea of, like, sharing my personality mm-hmm. and being vulnerable about, like, my emotions and things like that and my life and, like, how I think, mm-hmm. people, the idea of people tearing that apart yeah. is terrifying. Absolutely. But I took it kind of as, like, a challenge. I'm like, okay, like, let me, sh- like, I am more than my body, what I present. Let me talk about it and show you who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And it has been pretty good. Like, no one he's been mean. Yeah. But I think that is so much harder to be vulnerable in that sense than it is. Well, it is. I, and I think, like, I've struggled with that, too, because I don't like to be criticized. Mm-hmm. And, like, for, or you don't want something that's very essential to you to be yeah. criticized because yeah. then you start to question it, even if it is subconsciously. You're like, this is who I am as a person. Exactly. <laughs> and you, you just never thought about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. But yeah. um, how did you get so comfortable talking about your body? I feel like that's something that a lot of women struggle with. That's probably why I think it's probably resonated with people so much. But what made you be like, I should talk about this? I think I honestly was just faking it until I felt it. Yeah. I, like... Always knew I was, like, not a bigger person, but bigger than a lot of my friends. Bigger than my sister, you know? Like, bigger than most girls who are in the modeling industry. And so I really looked up to brands like Aerie Mm -hmm. and just that they were showing real bodies and those kinds of models. Like, Iskra was, like, my number one icon. And I was like, okay, these people are, like, living it and doing it and they're doing it so well like I want to be like that so I just started kind of posting even if I wasn't feeling it you know like posting a photo where I have a stomach roll my stomach doesn't look flat or whatever you know and just like making a post about it being like hey like all bodies are summer bodies or little cheeky captions like that Mm -hmm. but for so long it really was kind of fake because in real life I was still at that same beach kind of like you know worried trying to cover up you know Mm -hmm. And same with TikTok. I would start posting a lot and was posting about my body and posting it from angles I wasn't used to showing and was just like, I would just post it and be like, I don't even want to watch the video again. I don't want to look at it or think about it. And and then eventually over time I was like, oh, I actually don't care anymore. I totally just desensitized myself to it. It's like you sort of healed that little insecurity by just like putting exposure therapy. Literally. Literally. And that's what I'm saying with the naked thing. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you're probably hating yourself because you're not used to seeing it. Yeah. And it's this whole big thing that you've worked up in your your mind. Mm -hmm. When in reality, if you just like desensitize yourself to it, it's just like, oh, well, yeah, that's what I look like. It is what it is. It's not changing day by day. So. Absolutely. Exactly. therapy. 100%. <laughs> Where, and you said you weren't always, like, comfortable and stuff on the beach. Did Was there ever a time where someone, like, made you uncomfortable, or was it just something you were making up in your head? I really think it's just something we make up in our heads. You know, we all get – I mean, obviously, like, we have diet culture shoved down our throats from the age of, like, two. But I think it really – like, once you realize that everyone is so concerned about what they look like and what they're doing, that they are not necessarily really thinking about you Mm. like sure you might walk you might see someone have a thought about them but like you're not looking back a week later being like oh my god do you remember that girl on the beach and what her stomach looked like yeah nobody like you know everyone has fleeting thoughts but no one ever actually cares about you more than you care about you yeah which is why you should be happy (laughs) yeah so it's just like nobody's thinking about this as hard as I'm thinking about it so why am I sitting here stressing myself out over it reality is really not that serious Exactly. It really never is. It's not. Nothing is ever that serious. I feel like um, a lot of times we're in, or for me at least, like I felt I was like 
really working towards all this external validation when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. And I felt like none of my accomplishments would matter if I didn't have like the perfect body. Mm -hmm. And that's where it all came for me. And then once I recognize that like you can have accomplishments and not every successful person looks a certain way that's how it kind of is what kind of changed my mindset about everything because yeah. it's like we are way too concerned about our appearances and it's exhausting yeah. like it's and the the standard that we're held to as women versus men like look at people like steve jobs you know wears Literally. the same fucking outfit every single day and like that's his whole bit is like <laughs> oh when you're smart you don't focus on what you're wearing you know? yeah okay well easy say you're a man exactly people aren't picking apart your outfit 24 7 literally. exactly it's crazy but at the same time it's like yeah there are plenty of like very accomplished women who it's like why do we care what they look like that's true they're yeah. they're doing a lot cooler things than looking pretty true. <laughs> i'm curious what your thoughts are i think on tiktok there's so much discourse about what your appearance is or like weight loss or I feel like I guess you grew up at the same time as me so like Tumblr was like a big thing oh for me oh my god and there was all the anorexia discussions you had one I had oh a god. like anorexic account with my no best friend which way. is like now that I think back on it I'm like Oh my god! So did you struggle with that back then? then? I did. Yeah, oh my that was kind of what like started all of this. Really? Yeah. yeah tell but me. But the more. thing is, is like I never felt special for it, and mm. I'm not special for it. Every single girl has dealt with it on some level, maybe Absolutely. not anorexia, but like those feelings of self consciousness and those thoughts around food and what it's doing and like over exercising. Like we've all been there on some level. Yeah. And it was the fact, like I just realized one day I was like, all of my friends were all like almost competing on who eats the, le the least, mm. which is insane to be yeah. like doing that at 15, you know? And my friend and I, we were like sharing this account and like posting our like wow. go weights and all like that. It was just mind blowing the culture that was Tumblr. And the obsession with, like, skins. I don't know oh, if the skins oh. obsession was real. Oh. I feel like I, like, lost friends, like, in terms of, like, like or they lost themselves so much in that that, like, mm -hmm. their their lives were forever altered by that, like, period of time. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And pain. I think once I got out of it, I was like, why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. Like, why are we all going through this? Why do we normalize it? Like, you know, none of us even got ever treatment or anything because it was just so normal for all of us yeah. to be doing that. And so I got, once I was out of it and saw how ridiculous it was, I was like, okay, if I can do anything with my social media, it's that I don't want people to go down that road. Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't want this to continue because it doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't. And I think the, what I was getting at with TikTok is I feel like a lot of young women are feeling that pressure now in a different way because all of our lives are so public now mm -hmm. um, and we're constantly sharing. So it's good that I think you're out here sharing the other side of that too. But I wonder, like, what do you feel like people should be thinking about when they're scrolling through social media so that they don't go down that rabbit hole? hole. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's entirely dependent on what you're for you page looks like I know, right yeah. which is difficult because sometimes you get stuck in these loops and then like your for you page is just messed up for a week mm, uh, right yeah it's killing but me. it's so important to follow like accounts that are resonating with you on the on a good side you know it's a lot easier mm -hmm. with instagram where you follow specific people and you don't really see random things all the time mm -hmm. i've been really trying <laughs> I've, I've recently said i've been trying to get on the wrong side of tiktok because yeah. i want to find those videos and stitch them yeah. And just be like, hey, if you're seeing this on your page right now of this person telling you how to lose your pudge or whatever or look like this or do this or lose 10 pounds in the next week, I mm -hmm. want to be that person that interrupts the video and says, like, hey, you don't have to do this. Right. Like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Your stomach doesn't have to be flat. It does not define your worth. 
we can like move on from this because this is just gonna suck you into a never ending pit. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to get on the wrong side of TikTok and it's extremely difficult. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> I've made a separate TikTok before to get on the certain sides that I want to. Smart. And then I find them to just send them to myself. That yeah. is genius. Yeah, that's what I had to do. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's like wild out there because then you then you when you make a new one, they just give you anything that's yeah. like doing well and you'll see something absolutely insane and then it's like a whole community of yeah. people and, and you're like this? i didn't know i thought we lived in, like you live in a bubble on tiktok bubble. it's, it's, a, it's bubble. crazy i mean yeah. it's just like the same with like the new york bubble you know we oh, don't realize yes. the rest of the united states is kind of really fucked up yep you're like wow people think like this this is insane yes i mean yeah. you're from texas so i'm sure there's yeah. things you've seen for sure i'm from st louis so a midwestern girl you get here. it yeah on a different level you get it Different level. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. There's some scary shit. There is some scary shit. So I feel like you say it so casually, like, oh, I came out of these disordered thoughts of eating. And mm-hmm. or I came into or now I like realize it really doesn't matter. And it seems like it comes e- easily to you. But I'm curious, is there anything you do on a daily basis to like keep yourself in that positive mindset instead of spiraling if something comes up? Definitely. I honestly think the biggest thing that has kept me here was the shift from like body positivity to body neutrality Mm. in the sense of just thinking about my body and what it does versus what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And so like I recently started going to the gym pretty frequently this last year. For the first time in my life, I've like actually liked going to the gym. Mm. And I have not weighed myself once in this entire period. I don't look at my measurements outside of like my modeling stuff. And the entire thing has just been like, I am just so much... When I went to the gym, I said, listen, I'm here because I want to be able to go to Trader Joe's and then lug three bags of groceries up my walk up, you know, yep. <laughs> and the subway stairs and how much I have to walk. All of these things, like parts of living in New York, are extremely difficult. Yeah. And I feel the effects of it. And I want to get to a place where it's easier to live in New York. Yes. And that's where I went. I was like, I don't want to hear a single thing about my weight or how I look like. I'm here to just people to live the life I want to, you know, like for the longest time I was that friend that I didn't get invited on the hikes because I hated, you know, like I hated physical activity, you know, I was like, this is exhausting. This sucks. And my friends were like, oh, Sistine, yeah, she's not going to want to do anything that involves physical activity. Right. And I got to a point where I was like, well, this kind of sucks. I still want to be invited and included. Have fun with your Yeah, you know, like when you go to Italy and all those freaking stairs, you got to be. That's like a big reason I went to the gym consistently. Yeah, no, I was like, I got, I want to be able to live life and like physically be able to handle it. So I just started thinking about it that way instead of what I look like. And thinking about my body in those terms of like what it does for me and what it provides for me rather than just like I look a certain way has been the thing that has kept it like permanent. Okay. I like that a lot. And I think that it's helpful to go back to that whenever you're having like a moment. Do you have those moments where you're like, I, where you start second guessing your appearance ever? Definitely. I mean, some, we all have those days. In modeling, I'm curious how that feels too. Like, do you get criticized on your appearance like in person? Like, what is it like being a model these days? Not necessarily. Like people aren't up as upfront about it anymore. It, It is. I can always tell though when I show up to set and I'm like, I always say I'm the token fat girl, um, which is ridiculous. It's a size 10, like, really. Well, that's I'm, what they're I'm doing the big, these days. I'm the yeah. biggest plus-size girl you could find. Yeah. Like, be so fucking for real, I can fit into a medium at Zara. Yeah. Like, come on. But it's re- what's really interesting is whenever I'm hired as one of those models, they think I am so much bigger than I am. They're mm-hmm. like, here's a 2XL. And I'm like, what? Seriously? <laughs> you have my measurements. Yeah. You really think I'm like this? So it's mm-hmm. so interesting seeing how other people view 
thighs and weight when, when you're just like they're like oh she's not a size zero yeah. she must be huge and it's like y'all really don't realize how sizes work do no. you like I also blood. feel like people are behind like so, mentally yeah. and I sometimes feel like we're going backwards when I'm seeing like discourse on plastic surgery thing for that 21 year olds are getting yeah. or Ozempic discourse and it really stresses me out because I feel like in 2020 when we were all home mm. we sort of had this awakening where we were like we're not going to care about this anymore and then now that I think people are back in the real world or something something it's is going back. shifted and yeah. it's kind of it's it's scaring me it felt like a weird like juxtaposition. I agree. Yeah. It's like a pendulum that just is really starting to swing the other way. And I'm like, please stop. Please stop. Please stop. And I'm hoping like having things like TikTok and like discussions like this, which we have a lot more of than we did in the day. Yeah. Will keep us from going full back 2000s heroin chic. Like God willing. God willing. (laughs) I know that style is coming back and I'm like, let's 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 keep the culture there. Let's not go back. And like the low rise jeans. I'm okay. I don't need all that. I'm so I'm hoping just like access to discussions like this like and access to like creators on tiktok who are talking about it will get us to a better place get through it yeah i agree i'm really it's helped me too and i mean for you what kind i know you inspire lots of people are there people that inspire you to you said iskra earlier is there anyone else who you're like she is helping me continue and keep going yeah there's so many i follow so many creators that i'm like trying to go through all my mutuals that I love. There's one girl in particular I love her. Her name's Marielle. She calls everyone her little chickens. Oh, cute. She just comes on. She has just such good energy. She comes on. She's like, hello, my little chickens. Aww. Today we're going to get dressed while I tell you nice things. Oh, I love you that. You know, she just has, like, good energy. Just people like that. I've also been making an effort to follow a lot more fat creators mm-hmm. who are, you know, because, like, I think for the longest time I was like, oh, I'm fat. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. realistically I'm not. Mm-hmm. And there are people who are fat, and I don't mean this in a negative way, just like, of course, yeah, the, word. The, the scientific term, whatever, mm-hmm. who are facing discrimination on much bigger levels than I am in a, like, modeling industry sense, you know, totally. and facing medical discrimination and workplace discrimination and listening to those conversations because it's so important. Because yeah. we all have these biases and ideas of, like, oh, well, this person's unhealthy. And I'm like, you're going to tell me that girl who's 90 pounds in the corner with her heart about to stop because she's not eating is healthy? Like, and no. And goes to berries. Yeah, but you're not worried about her. Yeah. And so being in that conversation as someone who's, like, kind of in the middle and has been on kind of both ends is is what I've been trying to focus on. I think that's good to, and to find people who have voices that you don't hear all the time, especially mm-hmm. when you have any sort of platform, just because I feel like we forget where a lot of the body positivity you know, ground was laid for mm-hmm. us, which was by, like, fat black women. Like, mm-hmm. and I did a deep dive. And, like, dive the disabled community. And the disabled yeah. community. And I did a deep dive on this in, like, the beginning days of the podcast, which is so crazy. But I think that the fact that you can have a platform now without having to be signed to an agency or something like that is really helpful and I think is moving us in the right direction so long as Gen Z, or Gen Z doesn't bring back our Y2K behaviors. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's hope I'm so. like, all right, Gen Z, I like you, but... But, but <laughs> I'm keeping an eye on you, okay? I'm an I'll eye switch eye over to millennials. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, what does your life in New York look like these days? And what are what are some things you're doing for Hot Girl Summer? That's what I've been. I have recently been doing recently. It's been actually a while now. I've been doing this thing I call the dating series. Ooh. Basically, this year I was like, I'm gonna go on one date a week. Ooh, the whole year. Oh, it's been kind of exhausting. Jesus. But it's been fun. I really. I was for the longest time. I. 
I've been single for so long. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, hated dating, dreaded everything about it. I had so much anxiety. Yeah. Anytime I would meet a person that I remotely liked, I think I got obsessive mm-hmm. over the idea of them. I'm like, I don't even know you well enough to say I actually like you. Right. I just got obsessed with the idea of this person and like what could possibly happen from it. Mm-hmm. And I just was not chill. <laughs> and I was like, not a, it's funny because you give such chill girl energy. I was not. And then dating, I was you're not, not chill. I chill. was not chill. I'm dead. Yeah. And I was like, I need to get over this anxiety. I need to get over this like weird thing I'm doing. And so my best friend and I were like, okay, let's make it a bit. We're gonna go on one date a week, and we usually will go on the date at the same time, same place, and not tell the guys. Stop. And just like sit across from the bar, like check in halfway through in the bathroom. I'm dead. It's so. Fun. That is so fun. And it's been fun because now it's taken, like, I think for the longest time it was like, I'm going to spend my precious time on a date. They've got to be perfect. they got to be this. We have to have talk so I know that we, we have common interests, blah, 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 yeah. all this, like, stuff. And I think I was just closing myself off to so many just random opportunities. Mm-hmm. Because I think so many people I've met in real life, I'm like, I really like you, but I would have never matched with you on a dating mm-hmm. app, you know? Oh, the apps, I can't. They're, 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 yeah, they're a lot. Yeah, so I just was like, I need to be more open about this see it as something more fun you know I'm learning lessons along the way even little things where it's like okay I'm not enjoying this date but I'm not gonna sit here for three hours letting it drag on because I don't know how to say all right I'm gonna go home and have you know a a different night than this exactly (laughs) like learning little things like that you know 100% or how to when they go in for that weird awkward kiss and you're just like no thank you (laughs) even though it's easier to just sometimes to just just, like do it or whatever (laughs) oh my god it's kind of like you're doing exposure therapy again yeah that's uh, that's what I'm doing I went from exposure therapy to my body to exposure therapy to dating oh my god and it's been it's been really fun and doing it with my best friend makes it fun too absolutely any wild stories I, like off the top of your head. <laughs> so sometimes we record each other. Okay. You know, like yes. if, if, like, like if the guy goes to the bathroom and we'll record the other one, like yeah. hee hee ha ha funny. And this one date in particular, <laughs> she it was a we decided to go on the date very last minute just for drinks around the corner, and she was like, oh I don't have a date, but like my friend wanted to get drinks, we'll just come and like watch you guys and like a lot of it is a safety thing yeah you know 100% like when I'm talking about it it sounds creepy because I'm like oh my friend's gonna come watch me Mm -hmm. but it is kind of a safety thing so she came and because she wasn't on a date she was able to like record a lot more than we normally do yeah and we like met in the bathroom it was a very like hee hee ha ha funny video yeah and he I she got a clip of him in it at some point and you really only see him from like the back you don't see his face okay I don't give any information about these guys when Mm -hmm. I post about my dates yeah we had a great night Whatever. A couple weeks later, I reached out to him and I was like, hey, like I had a good time. Let's grab drinks again. Yeah. And he was like, hey, like I I had a good time, too. I fully intended on reaching out again. But like my friend sent me your TikTok and that wasn't cool. And I was like, oh, tough time. I was like, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I was like, all right, listen, that's fair. Yeah. I'm not going to apologize about my friend being there, even if it's kind of creepy, because like I'm a girl. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. Mm But, like, you know, I'm used to having my life on the internet, and I sometimes forget that other people aren't. Yeah. I shouldn't have posted you without asking. Yeah. Totally get it. This seems kind of weird. Yeah. So that was kind of like an oopsie. And he lives two blocks from me. Oh, God. Do you run into me? I haven't yet, but every time I leave my apartment, I'm like, Worried about oh, it. Oh, God. Oh, God. You never know, too. But yeah. to be, okay, th- I'm like fully exposing myself here, yeah. and I don't even know if this is appropriate for this one. <laughs> but. So we did hook up that the one yeah. date we had. It was great. We had sex on his roof. It was awesome. Oh, I love a roof. It was it was great. Yeah. Like fun, easy vibes. You yeah. know, it didn't have to be anything 
like mm-hmm. serious. So I was kind of bummed when he was like, that wasn't cool. I was like, all right, fair, but can you just like get over it? Yeah. It's funny, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm so if this guy is listening to this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but at this point, I don't care. Not my target audience. So I was like a week later, we were hanging out. My best friend and I were hanging out with one of the guys that she had gone on a date with previously. And we were hanging out with his brother. We're at a club. We're having a good time. And I told his brother, I'm like, okay, confession. When they went on a date, they, I was there. This yeah. is like me and Hannah's bit. Oh. And his brother was like, this is hilarious. You have to tell him. He's going to think it's so funny. And the guy did. The guy was yeah. like, oh, my God, I love that you guys do this as a bit. That's mm-hmm. so funny. Like, And so I kind of explained. I was like, yeah, but now I'm kind of feeling bad. Like, I feel really bad like about this guy. Yeah. You know, I felt guilty. He was like, honestly, who cares? Like, it's not that serious. Whatever. Exactly. I showed him this like long response that I had sent to him, and he never responded. Oh. And this guy was like, you know what you need to do to get this guy to respond? And I was like, what? I'm pretty drunk at this yeah. point. He's like, literally, just be like, hey, how about I make it up to you with a blowjob? <laughs> Stop. Did you text? Him I that? did. <laughs> Stop. And he responded. And he responded. He responded. He like within 15 minutes. He's like, no. What are you doing? And I was like, oh, oh my god. Men are easy. Say what you will. So easy. <laughs> Simple They're creatures. So easy. Simple creatures. That is hilarious. I thought and it was so. Fun. Did and it like, happen? No, it didn't. Like Tough. nothing came of it. Yeah. But I think I was like, oh, I knew the door was open. Yeah. You know, he didn't unfollow me on anything. He still watches all my stories. Right. And I was like, the door is open. You're. Yeah. A little mad, rightfully so. Yeah. But you're not that you're mad. Not that mad. So now oh I'm God, like, you know, so if you ever want a drunk, text me. I'm here. I think I made it clear that I'm. <laughs> <laughs> you sure did. Oh my God. So that's my best. I that's love my best that. One so far. Thank you for that. Yeah. That provided great entertainment <laughs> for me. Do you ever? Um, if you're not on the apps, how do you meet guys out here? In person at bars. Mm-hmm. I met the bars. Yeah, I met a guy last couple weeks ago. Um, I was at my favorite bar, just sitting there and my mm. and um, all my friends were kind of talking to people and I saw this one guy across the bar he's walking out and I just made eye contact with him mm. that's a fun thing I like to do I just like making eye contact with people and it's powerful it's so good when it hits, it hits it hits you know yeah especially when you're flirting and made eye contact with him and he just held it as he's walking Ooh, out of the bar that's hot and I didn't realize at the time but he was walking out with a girl oh. <laughs> I was I was just like whatever yeah as he's walking out, we're still making eye contact through the window, like all the way down the street until he's out of my eye line. And I was like, hmm, ha, that was funny, whatever, yeah. moved on. Five minutes later, he was sitting right in front of me. Ah, and his friend, who was like at my table, was like, buddy, I thought you left. And he's yeah. like, yeah, but like I had to come back. Somebody was giving me siren eyes. And I was like, oh. Whoa. <laughs> so That's I've been good at meeting, like since yeah. I've opened myself up to the whole experience, I meet people in real life so much more often now. Okay, good. Yeah. I think that's helpful to know because that you were in a closed mindset or like you said, like in a crazy mindset and then you just like figured it out. I'm just like, so many girls ask just, yeah. for dating advice and it's like, that's the advice. Is Be just delusional. do it. Yep. Just do it. Be delusional. Like, mm-hmm. who cares at this point? Literally. Oh, I love to see Some it. of the best advice I've ever been given was my best friend's boyfriend. This is like maybe two years ago. I accidentally did something that hurt this guy's feelings, who I was, like, had a crush on. I felt so bad. Mm. And I'm, like, talking to my best friend. I'm, like, I'm so stressed. I feel bad. I didn't mean to say that. Blah, blah, blah. He's upset. And her boyfriend comes in. He's, like, what's going on? Mm. And I explain it. He's, like, wah. You made a man sad. He was, like, Sistine, when have you ever given a shit? He was, like, who cares? Literally. Oh, and I, I was, like, that. you know what? You're so right, Steven. I'm never looking back. Literally. Because <laughs> so I think a lot of reasons that people stay in weird situationships or even on bad dates is to not hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah. And it's like, you, 
it's fine. Like, but I think there's a difference between like hurting someone's feelings and then just like having your expectations. Yeah. Like in or like I f- I feel like the major thing, like the biggest problem with like communication that people have is that they will set expectations for another without telling them that those expectations have been set on them. And then they get mad when those expectations aren't met. But that person never agreed to meet those expectations in the first place. Mm -hmm. And that's why you have people who get frustrated and mad with each other. And I'm like, listen. And I'm, like, pretty upfront with my dates. I'm like, listen, I don't expect anything out of you. You don't expect anything out of me. We don't know each other. We can get there and start setting those expectations. And once I've said it, then, yeah, we're going to have an issue if you Mm -hmm. are not, you know, you're not doing what you said you would. But I'm like, but it doesn't have to be this whole thing. Like, when I posted about TikTok about that guy that I made eye contact with, and they're like, oh, he was with a girl that's so wrong of you, blah, blah, blah. Like, he cheated on her. He's going to cheat on you. And I'm like, listen, he met her that night at the bar the same way I did. You know, he doesn't owe her anything. Yeah. Like, even if he said, hey, let's go, he can always change his mind. We're all humans. We're allowed to do whatever we want. And when you place these expectations on Mm -hmm. people, it just, like, you're just setting yourself up for failure. Every time. Every time. Like, the best advice I've gotten is don't expect. Is also don't expect things from people that you know they can't give to you. Yeah. So, like, once it, if you said it and it doesn't happen, then if you expect it again, it's on you. And it's like, oh, I think that expectations are really the bane of all of our, like, yeah. issues. Especially when you don't communicate them. Oh, I'm like, yes. guys, mm-hmm. you can't expect this guy to think that he has to do all these things for you if you haven't told him that that's what you expect. Oh, exactly. And it, it goes, goes both ways. And it goes for relationships, for friendships for yeah. work relationships for all of it it's so important and it's been my biggest thing with dating where it's just mm-hmm. like okay I need to be realistic about this like exactly. oh my god this guy isn't texting me cool like yeah, yeah. you survive I, like why should he be texting me we don't yeah. owe each other anything yet mm-hmm. I just I just met you yeah I like that approach to it as well and I like that you have grown and it hasn't just always been there because I feel like people to see it that takes trajectory is helpful yeah. that like you can get there even yeah. if you feel like stressed in the moment Oh, love to see it. Okay, I love to hear about your your hot girl summer. I feel like you're gonna. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna keep it's doing. It's a hot girl year for you, honestly. Yeah, I love to see it's it. It's been fun. It's been but fun. Yes. So I also want to hear a little bit about your career and like what your goals are, what you do now, like how you got to where you are. Because in modeling and Instagram and TikTok, it's definitely a lot. So where do you get your inspiration from? Why are you still out here doing this? And like, why does it still make you happy? I think. Yeah, I always wanted to model since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. My sister and I were the, like, we're very close in age. We wanted, like, modeling and acting, blah, 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 and all that stuff. So we would go and, like, Google things around our area and make my mom drive us to Dallas every Saturday, you know, to do all these, like, workshops and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted to do modeling and was, like, trying to do it through high school and then when I got to college. But I always said, I was like, I don't want to be just, like, a pretty face model. Like, a lot of times when you are a model, it comes with a platform and it comes with the ability to have a voice and talk about issues. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing nothing with it, then, what are you doing? Yes. You know, like, Kendall Jenner, I love you, girly, but, like... Let's have something. Give us... Give us... Give us more. Something. Give us something, yes, you know? Absolutely. So many people look up to you, yeah. and you're just, like... Like, celebrities like that are just prancing around being like, hey, Ozempic. I'm like, cool, you are giving us nothing to this world. Awesome. So glad you're pretty, though. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> good for you. Yeah. And so I was always like, I don't want to be that kind of person. You know, there are a lot of issues I care about, even outside of, like body talk, that I was like, I want to be able to talk about this stuff and do something with it, you know? Especially if you have money. Money is power and everything. And if you have it and you're just sitting on it, like, come on. Mm -hmm. And so that was always kind of my push behind modeling. I loved modeling. 
as like a passion thing, but I was like, I want to be able to do something with it. Mm -hmm. And that's where TikTok really came and helped because it allowed me to kind of do both at the same time. But it's funny because my modeling career didn't take off until I got bangs. Yeah. See, I said I was in LA and I couldn't get signed. Yeah. And I had wanted bangs for like six months. And my yeah. agents back in New York were like, no, don't do it. It's so hard on a career, blah, blah, blah. And when I when everyone turned me down in LA, I was like, you know, listen, I'm here for another three, four months. Yeah. I'm just going to get them. If they suck, they'll grow out by the time I'm back in New York. Yeah. Who cares? Love. And within two weeks of getting bangs, I got signed in LA. Wow. Well, you're it just rocking gave me, them. gave me the like, the little edge. Luck, the yeah. little edge. Yeah. And now they're like, you can't get rid of yeah, well, of course not. And so. the New York people are fine with it. Yes, yeah, and they, they love it. Like, yeah. yeah. And so it's just, it's funny. I'm like, my bangs That's made so my modeling career. That's so, so, so funny that little things like that are the things that change a whole, like, career. That's wild. Yeah. So do you feel like is, this, is modeling something you want to continue to do? Or are you kind of like, I just want to be a creator now and have this platform? Like, what's more important to you? Is it? I think equally. Yeah. Yeah, I love modeling. I don't want to stop. Mm. And I prefer the lifestyle modeling much more to content creating too, just yeah. because I like showing up, working, going home and being done. You know, oh, I do yes. miss that. I like the variety that modeling gives me. I like that I meet new people mm -hmm. and some weeks I work a lot and some weeks I don't. Yeah. But I feel like content creating is just never ending. There's it's always more to be doing. There's always more scrolling to be doing because you have to get ideas. There's, there's always so much more. And you're always fighting an algorithm that doesn't want to push you. And so modeling, I think, is a lot a lot more enjoyable on my mental state, mm -hmm. but yeah. I, I do love the impact, the impact of my TikTok. So yeah, oh, I'm trying to do cool. both. I like that. I feel like we're multidimensional people, so we've got yeah. Who says you got to do one thing? Okay, so I want to hear more about how you relax. So clearly, you're doing a lot. You mm -hmm. sometimes you're working a lot, sometimes you're not. How do you to make time for yourself? This is something I'm, like, struggling with because I don't really? know how to relax. Yeah. I honestly was sick for, like, a month up until last week. Really? Because I just can't stop. I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't want to sit at home and do nothing. I mm -hmm. really, I'm such an extrovert. Yeah. People always say, like, what's your, like, self-care routine? My self-care is going out. Yeah. I love going out. I love hanging out with my friends. I love dancing. I like meeting new people at bars. Like, even outside of the, like, drinking aspect of it, I just like being out with people dinners and everything mm -hmm. but when you combine that with like really heavy work months with traveling and all that mm -hmm. my body starts to be like yo yeah. babe mm -hmm. you gotta calm down like I didn't have a voice for the last two weeks oh my god because it was just, and my friends are like for the love of god stay home yes. I'm like no I don't <laughs> want to I like that um reframing because I mean and my brand probably is doing this too but I feel like we hear a lot about just like stay home and like just chill out just relax mm. but I just feel like no one ever explains to you how to relax no whatever it is that makes you feel restored is fine it doesn't matter if it doesn't look like a bath yeah. at home if it's going out then that's fine too I know? agree yeah, yeah my main thing is like as long as I can prioritize sleep as long as mm. I can make up for my sleep are you a sleep girl yeah yeah I love sleep mm take naps all the time yeah I'm like obsessive about my naps too like yeah. I took a lot of like psychology classes in high school in college and the perfect nap is either 20 minutes like a power nap mm -hmm. or an hour and a half because okay. then you need one full REM mm -hmm. cycle if you do anything in between you're interrupting your REM cycle and that's when you wake up like groggy and ugh, and I feel more tired mm -hmm. so you have to do an increments of an hour and a half 
And so I will plan my naps around that hour and a half. And I always set my timer for a minute and 38 minutes so that I have the eight minutes to fall asleep. I'm obsessive about my I sleep. love that. Wait, you're yeah. like, that's tea. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, and so if I want to do a power nap. nap, do I need eight minutes to fall asleep? I would, yeah, the average time to fall asleep is like seven, eight minutes. Okay. So give you like no more than 30 minutes. Okay. Otherwise, you're going to start going into that REM sleep. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Naps are self care. Na- I agree. You go, you nap, and then you go out. Because like, yes! <laughs> we gotta stay awake for for this summer, especially. I'm just trying to make sure because I feel like I like fall asleep early because I'm a morning person. Yeah, so, like I need to start napping. Oh, I'm an, I go I'm out. a night person. Yeah, for sure. I stayed up until noon a couple weeks ago. Girl, I don't know how I did that. I don't. Even, it sounds that like was, New York is a great. See, but place it's things it's things like that yeah. where my friends are like, Sistine. Yeah. You gotta fucking chill, babe. <laughs> you gotta chill. <laughs> you cannot the keep doing this. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I saw that you recently started a, or not started, but you had a collaboration and with swimwear. Tell me about how that came to be and like what your yes. favorite part of it was. So that was with lingerie, uh, bodywear, and I started talking to the brand back like a year ago when I was doing like a lot of swimsuit series stuff. They had sent me a swimsuit. I did, I worked with them as a model one or two times, just like random things on the side. And then back in, I want to say October and November, they reached out and they're like, hey, what if we did a swimwear collab? That's and it was something I had wanted to do and had talked with another brand previously about. And I like was like, this sounds so fun. Mm-hmm. But the thing about lingerie is that they are very specific about, like their whole thing is sustainability. Mm-hmm. And like all their suits are made from recycled plastic water bottles, which I thought was cool. Their sizes go up to like 4XL, 5XL, which is great. And mm-hmm. like honestly unheard of in a lot of brands. Yes. And so I was like, yes, this is the kind of brand I want to do this with. And yeah. so they were like, let's do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And so they gave me kind of full creative direction. We picked a color pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And then we were going back and forth on a print for so long. We just could not decide what we wanted. Mm-hmm. And that was like the majority of it because they already had the suits figured yeah. out. They had that down to a science. And so we were going back and forth on this print. And then in February, I did a painting with Camille Hunt, who she's like a local Brooklyn artist who she'll paint your body and then lay you on a canvas. Yeah. To, I've heard of this. She's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, and the way you lay, too, is not what you how you would expect, but she's got it figured out. Ooh, and nice. And it looks so cool. And so I did a painting with her and was posting about it, and then the girls from Laundry were like, whoa, what if we made this our print? Stop. And I was like, genius. That's amazing. genius. Yeah, oh so we worked God. with Camille. She, like, sent us a bunch of scans of her prints, mm-hmm. like mine included, which was really cool. Yeah. We collaged it all together and made a print out of it, and... That's what we went with. I love how seamless this, or how it all came to be in, like, such a perfect way. It was nice. And it's all, like, women that worked on it. Mm -hmm. Like, and all small businesses. And, like, the photographer that I used was a woman. And then my mother agent, like, a bunch of the models from my mother agency volunteered to be models for the shoot. So it was just, like... Women. Oh, I love women that working so much. with women to make oh, suits so for women. It was just really special. It's still available. Mm-hmm. It okay. is still available. Lovely. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna send it to everybody. That's amazing. I feel like I love to see when those types of collaborations come together because it just like reminds me that like community is sort of the center of everything and Definitely. why that is so important to nurture. So I'm happy to. I see agree. That. Yeah, you gotta support those small Congratulations. businesses. Congratulations. Thank yes, you. Yes, we love a small business. It's very exciting, and it was nice that it came out with like Sports Illustrated and everything all at once. Yes. Oh my yeah. God, that's crazy. What was it like shooting that Sports Illustrated? That was like the most insane thing of my life. Yeah. It was like the biggest pinch me moment ever. Mm-hmm. I shot it on my birthday, on my <gasps> 25th birthday. Stop. 
Congratulations. That's Thank incredible. It's yeah. really exciting. Mm-hmm. I actually, I had my birthday party planned for my birthday because mm-hmm. it was Saturday. And I found out about Sports Illustrated. I found that I was potentially in the running maybe like a month before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I should probably move my birthday. <laughs> they, they had told me the date if I had gotten it. And yeah. I was like, well, I should move my party just in case, like worst case scenario. And then two weeks before, they're like, yeah, you got it. And so my birthday party was Thursday night. Good. And then my flight to Dominica was Friday morning at 5 a.m. So I left the bar for my birthday party and went just straight to the airport, still drunk, <laughs> and flew to Dominica. You are. I love you. That's incredible. <laughs> that is my vibe. That's the definition of living your best life. That was, it was awesome. Because oh like, it was my like, God. we did a black tie birthday party, so everybody yes, was dressed up. so fun. All my friends came, and I did it in, like, my, one of my good friends, he's born on the second, and so we just did, like, a joint birthday party. So fun. there was so many of us, and it kind of was like a goodbye send-off as I was like, okay, guys, I have to yeah. go to the airport real quick. Yes. So it was the, the whole weekend was just so special to celebrate with all my friends, like not only my birthday, but Sports Illustrated. Yes. And then to go and shoot it on my birthday was just like, what a, I don't know how I peak higher than I this. I mean, How do you stunning. go up from here? That is incredible. Oh, I'm so happy for you. It was That's very exciting. Amazing. Yes. Oh, what a time. Oh, my God. So, okay, I, we're nearing the end of our time together, so I like to ask a few final questions from people. The first is, what are some, like, books, podcasts, or, like, a quote or something that, like, you live by that's, like, really changed your life? So my favorite quote that I go by, it's literally, like, not even a real quote. But a few years ago, my sister, she's been doing acting classes and all that for a long time. Her acting coach told her, your success in this industry is not a question of if, it's a question of when. Mm -hmm. And she told me that, and it's just since become kind of our thing. And it's just like anytime we would feel like stressed or worried or like, oh, I'm not getting any bookings, I'm not getting this gig, whatever. It was just like, listen, it's a question of when. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. You know it's going to happen. We know it in our like core. You just got to keep going. You just got to keep doing it. Awesome. And we've just kind of been living by that for the last five years. of just like, yes, it'll just, happen. It's gonna if you happen. want it bad enough, it'll happen. 100%. Yeah. I feel like that, uh, the way I like to say that is your success is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Like it's always gonna, it's gonna happen. It's gonna yeah, happen. absolutely. Sure but I like how it. you said that because it's a good reminder. That we- okay, so the final question I like to ask all of my guests okay. is: finish this sentence with something that you want young people to know. You are too smart for. You are too smart to let them win. You are too smart to let them make you feel a certain way about yourself, or make you feel like you're not good enough, or that your worth is based on how you look or what you do or how much money you make. Like, you were too smart for that. It's not that serious. I love that. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. This was so so cool. I I love this. This was like a FaceTime call. I love it. It was. I'm like, can we just say your laugh? I know, right? That's how I felt in all my recordings today, and it makes me feel so happy. It's the best feeling. I'm so glad. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, um, can you plug yourself? Where can everyone find you? I'm easy to find because you're never going to have my name. Nope. Um, on TikTok, I'm just Sistine, S-I-X-T-I-N-E, and then on Instagram, it's Sistine Warrior, which is my yeah. little last name. So. Fine. What's your sister's name? Olivia. Oh, where did we get yours? I And my brothers are Michael and Jimmy. I don't Stop. Know, yeah. No like, way. Okay, mom, go off. Good for her. Okay, I don't know what drugs they were giving you. Yeah. She said, pop off. Period. <laughs> I love to see it. Well, thank you so much for thanks. coming on. Thanks for having me.